Hello friends and welcome. Thank you so much for tuning into the creative process for busy people. I'm your host Stephanie and this is Karina and we're so glad that you decided to take some time out of your busy day just to get inspired and motivated and ready for the weekend. And we know there's so many options out there for podcasts. We're just so happy that you're here and that you chose us to be part of your life for this upcoming weekend. All right, so take a seat, sit back and relax and our new episode starts now. I have something to tell you that's going to blow your mind. Blow me away. Improvement starts with I. What? <laughs> think about it. Think about it. Think about what when we're always trying to grow and get better. Like, how do I improve? How do I improve? Well, guess what? It starts with the letter I. So what can I flip it? Give it to yourself. What can I do to improve? I, I think um, as you're saying that, I am thinking about people that I know who are always complaining about life in general and how things don't get any better. Life is so hard. And how life is so hard and how they hate their jobs or they hate whatever thing they're doing. And I'm like, okay, fair, but what are you doing about it? What are you going to do to make a change? To, to... I'm just going to sit in the corner of my room and cry. Right. Like, no. No, exactly. Like, no. And I'm sure you heard about this before. Like, you cannot do the same thing over and over and expect different results because you're just doing the same thing. That's the definition of insanity. I wanted to, to talk about this with you and share with our listeners because we've been, you know, we've been talking about all these different things regarding the creative process. And we're almost done with our first season. Almost done. We're one episode away to finish the first season. And I feel like we already covered a lot of things about tips and advice, but now it's time time to scale up, you know, bring your A game. Level up. Yeah, level up and improve in your skills, in your creative journey. So we're going to talk about improving your craft, if you hadn't noticed. Karina, I think as far as improvement goes... I feel that as your friend and your co-host, cohort, (laughs) um, I have been seeing a great improvement within your artwork as far as drawing portraits of people. Like I've seen your things from day one to the now. And could you tell us a little story about that? Like your, uh, your, your journey of improvement? Ah, I can. First of all, thank you. Um, actually, this story, short story, it kind of starts with you because you, my friend, you sent me a video. I don't know if you remember this, but you sent me a video a while ago and you were scrolling down to my Instagram page and you were like, Karina, I just want to tell you something. I just want to tell you how much you've grown, how much you improve in your portraits and all the things you're doing. Because look at this. And then you you open a portrait that I made of my husband and I, like, I don't know how many months ago. But that was my official first portrait. And you were so honest, my friend. You were like, this is flat. <laughs> <laughs> and I love 
that about you. You're like, this looks flat. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's nothing bad with it, but it looks flat. And now look at this. And then you start scrolling up, up, up. And then you show me like the, the newer portraits that I've done. And it made me feel so good because honestly, I sometimes I don't see it. Like it's hard because I've right. been doing it yes. for a while, but it's hard to track the little progress that you made. It's like when you have your kids or, or your nephew that they're growing, but if you see them on a daily basis, sometimes you don't notice you're how like, much they're growing. Why, it's like, why is this kid still licking the walls? <laughs> and then, it's like you're five months old. Stop licking and, the walls. Right. But then some relative will come and they'll say like, oh my God, he's so much taller than last time I saw him. He's grown so much. And then you're like, oh, I guess you're right. I guess I haven't seen it, but you're right. It's like that, I'm always feeding this tiny human. No. <laughs> but no, but what I mean is like you you yeah. see that person every day, so maybe you don't realize how drastic the change is in a given time frame. But that's how I feel with my art. I, I like I do it, and I I'm actually painting and drawing every single day, and sometimes I don't really see it. So when you send me that video, and you were like super honest and drastic, like look at this being so flat and now look at this one that you're doing now and look at the change I was like huh I guess I am getting better so I I personally never really like drawing people it's not my thing I can still tell you it's not really my thing I like drawing nature landscape whatever something beautiful out there but a peep like a person for me is very challenging because Obviously, the person needs to look like the person, and it has to look good. If not, they're going to feel offended. I feel like there's so much pressure involved, and I don't Especially know what... Especially with doing, like, realism and that yes. sort of thing. Because right. they're like, does my... I feel that with caricature artists, um, my one of my best friends from high school, she did a caricature of myself and Tim for one of our... as a wedding gift. And I loved it because I know that my smile is that is that big. I know that my eyebrows are that thick and I don't care. <laughs> um, but some people will be like, oh, wow, is my chin really that big? Is my forehead really that mm-hmm. huge? Like, eh. They take it personal. So, yeah, yeah, I was always very intimidated when I had to draw someone. But I don't know what hit me like a couple of months ago that I just decided to start drawing portraits. And I started with people that I knew, people from my family, people that I know that they will love me no matter what, no matter how ugly (laughs) they turn out in the portrait. Um, But it was a great exercise for me to practice and get better. And I had to conquer that fear. I had to really say, you know what, it's time for me to step up. I cannot, yes, I love drawing birds and flowers and landscape, but I wanted to step out of my comfort zone and start drawing something different. And having these portraits kind of really got me hooked I was like okay I want to get better I want to learn how to do the shadows I want to I want the person to look like the the photo like the person and I I kept practicing and practicing and eventually I started feeling comfortable reaching out to people and do these giveaways which we already covered in our previous episode and now I'm offering commissions I have my commissions open and I I can also reach out to someone and say, hey, I would like to collaborate with you. What if I make a portrait of you and then you give, you do a giveaway with me and then you have, I don't know, your earrings, your, your product. And I was not feeling that comfortable doing that months ago 
regarding the portraits because for me that was something that I just couldn't do. I feel yes. like that was not in my wheelhouse at all. But now I I have to say I, I think I definitely gotten better and I'm actually still learning, still practicing every single day. That is one of the things, one of the largest, 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 largest things that you can do when you want to improve your craft. Practice as much as you can. You could start small and then work up to like, like we said from our very first episode, start small, 10 minutes a day. It's mm -hmm. no big deal. And then you can work up to maybe two to three times a week or six days, six, seven days a week, your choice. And the thing is like, don't feel bad when you're practicing if you're not in the mood to practice. As much as we love to create and design things, not all the time we're going to feel inspired. So with that being said, um, if you're not feeling inspired to do something, just do a study. For example, uh, if you're drawing, like you said, like you're just doing, you're drawing a lot of people. Well, how about instead of like, if you can't find anyone or if there's your commissions are closed and you're like, okay, I just want to take a break, but I still want to keep drawing. Let me just do a study of like facial features. Like what does this particular ethnic group's facial features look like? Because one group's um, eyes look completely different from another group's eyes. I saw this thing online. Um, it was the design of creating eyes for people who live in Europe. So a French person's um, eyes are going to look that totally different of someone who is from Russia. At oh my first, goodness. Yeah. <laughs> to some people, it's like, all y'all look the same. But when you really get into the detail of it, you're like, oh, well, this has more of a olive shape yeah an almond shape versus a droopy sleepy shape it's crazy you should really look into that i, I will look into that especially too. if i keep doing these portraits because i feel like right now i'm in this stage where all the eyes look the same to me <laughs> i mean no i know they're different shapes and i do look at the pictures but i i guess i don't know the right categories or the main difference between the ethnicities so thank you for telling me that and i'm glad that you say um take a subject because my commissions are still open but last week or yeah this past week I didn't have more to, like I didn't have any new orders so I was like okay I'm done I'm finally all cut up but I wanted to keep practicing so I went on Google and I found a picture of Robert Donnie Jr., a.k.a. Iron Man. <laughs> and of course, he looks amazing. So I was like, okay, this could be a great model for me to practice the portraits. And it was like a really zoom-in picture. It was just his face. I think normally I do the portraits with like half the body, like the upper body. Um, this was just like an actual headshot of him looking really sexy, by the way. So I was like, okay, I'll practice with Robert Downey Jr. Why not? And uh, that's what I did. And then I actually did get other orders for commissions, but I'm glad that I didn't stop there because it helped me practice with eyebrows and kind of like the the jaw, you know. The jaw the, lines, the, yes. The jawline and all this stuff. So it was, it's, it's a perfect example of what you just mentioned. Yes, and um, same, like the same thing applies to music. Practice your scales boring as ever but you gotta do it <laughs> mm. and yeah it's some sometimes it is boring sometimes it's very like a uh, part of the routine you kind of want to do something extravagant something completely different or out of the ordinary but um 
I think with practice and when you want to improve, it's just those little things that you do over and over. That's how you get better. Yes, absolutely. I would also say for improving, it doesn't hurt to step out of your comfort zone. Like I, when you said you drew um, RDJ and it was completely different for you because you're like, okay, this is not someone I know. This is a complete stranger. I'm sure like this, this man has tons of fan art out there made mm. of him. So, yeah. <laughs> you, you're right. I, I, I did see so many fan art that were amazing. It was like, oh, yes. Yeah, I was like, I don't think I'm at this level at all. But I still did it anyways because I knew I had to, to practice and improve. And let's deviate a little bit from the drawing. Okay. Let's talk about just cooking, for example. Ooh, I love That's an ordinary task. I think all of us eventually have to cook at some point of the week or the day. <laughs> um, yes, we love and food. When I was a newlywed, my husband can tell you, I could only cook so much. Yes, I knew how to cook, but I, I guess I didn't have a broad menu. Like a spectrum, yes. Yeah. And now, with time, I explore new recipes, new flavors, spices, and Sometimes it's the, kind of like the the same base dish, like rice and beans, because we're Puerto Ricans, so we eat rice and beans almost every day. But like you said before we were recording, you spice it up a little bit. Add some new ingredients to the dish. Oh, yes, yes. I was saying instead of doing beans and rice, you could do dirty rice, which is <laughs> ground turkey. Yeah, we call it dirty rice. It's ground turkey with vegetables and rice. That's why that it's called. That's amazing, why it's dirty. By the way. It's really good. And... Even mac and cheese. I have to tell our listeners that Stephanie makes the, oh my God, is the best mac and cheese in the world. Your I mac and it. cheese is it's simple but effective. And it works. It just absolutely works. And my husband, yes, I love you, but he made mac and cheese last night and it was not Stephanie's mac and cheese. Oh, really? Tell me it, about this mac and this imposter. <laughs> it was very, no, I don't want to like talk too much about it, but it was okay. very basic. Okay. <laughs> it was literally the mac and the cheese. <laughs> and I mean, that's how you start though. Yes, but it needed more. It needed more flavor, like the depth of flavor that you get from your dish, right? So when I was eating it, I was thinking, see, this is kind of like another great example of how we can improve and I was gently and with lovingly telling my husband you know this what? is disgusting no, no <laughs> I know you didn't let's say just that. practice more let's keep adding more ingredients I think it needs some acidity definitely needs the bacon and the jalapeno and this is just part of you know improving your mac and cheese recipe but don't feel bad sometimes when you feel like you make something over and over and over and you're practicing sometimes it's not always going to be perfect all the time because there were times I've actually did make my mac and cheese and it just didn't taste the same. Mm, interesting. Yeah. But again, it's practice, right? Yep, practice absolutely. And I only, skills. And I only make that particular mac and cheese on special occasions. So it's not an everyday occurrence. It so. should be for a special occasion because it's so wonderful. It's so expensive. <laughs> when When I'm also thinking about improving... I, I have to say there's a lot of elements that come into play, including how committed you are and how you're dedicating your time and what is your focus, right? If you want to get better, let's go back to the drawing, at drawing eyebrows, then you have to 
practice more and be very specific at drawing eyebrows or hands or whatever it is. So staying focused and committed and having a goal, like maybe have a reference photo. This is how you, this is where you want to get or how this is where you want to go. Um, keep that in a quad chart, which we already talked about, or in your meter or in your computer. It kind of keeps you there to remind you and motivate you that you're working towards that. This is this is your goal. This is what you want to do. And I have a I have a couple of notes that I wrote in terms of tips and advice that I I apply to myself when I'm trying to improve. Do tell. And I know you have some too. So let's just keep going back and forth. Um, another thing that I have here is remove the negative people or people that might bring you down, hold you back from improving. Surround yourself with positive people friends and family that are there to motivate you and to keep you going. Like my friend Stephanie, who sent me that lovely video telling me how my first drawing was flat, but how it looks now like a little bit more 3D. Um, it just helps being surrounded with people that believe in you and support you, right? Right. Um, you need those truth tellers. Yeah. How about you, Steph? Um, I would add... I would say to when I showed you that video, also give yourself a chance to look back on what you have done and where you have started and you can really accept what has changed. Like with your video, I said they look flat, they have no life. And then we look at them now, like they're warm, they're brighter, they have life. You can see the shape, the form coming into more focus. And I think with that, uh, like accepting what has changed, it also comes together with another note that I wrote, which is pay attention to details. If you want to improve on something, you obviously have to care more about those tiny little things that you probably were not paying attention at the beginning, right? And these are things that you can apply anywhere. Let, let's say you just want to get better at writing and in, you're trying to to write a story, Maybe you were not paying attention to the development of the characters. Maybe you have character A, character B, and now you have this plot. But if you want to get better in your storytelling, you have to make the audience understand and feel what these characters are feeling and where they're going. That so is by, very true. Right. So by maybe spending more time into all of these characters that you're developing and like dedicating, okay, what is this character coming from? What does this character like? And thinking a little bit more in depth and focusing on each of these characters individually will improve your storytelling skills and it will, I'm, I know it's going to make a much better story and you're going to have people connecting with your story in another level. Does that make sense? Yes. From grammaticals to character development. Got it. <laughs> right. I'm just trying to think of examples where you can improve. It's just not drawing. You know, it, it, like you said, it can be music and cooking, baking. Oh, my God. Can we talk about baking for a second? Baking because... is science for hungry people. Oh, my goodness. Yes, that's so true. Um, and I feel like, yes, making a cake. And you already know my frustrating story about my Christmas cake. But when you want to improve your baking skills... Again, you have to keep practicing. And I, for example, I wanted to improve the flavor of my frosting, my icing. I, I had a very basic recipe, and it was okay, but I knew it could be better. 
So I keep exploring with more combination of flavors and uh, the ratios. And it eventually came up into this new recipe that for me now it works. It's amazing. I love this icing recipe that I had. Um, and it's, it's, again, all about practicing and taking one task at a time and paying attention to those details, things that I, I didn't pay attention before. Even when you were getting the ingredients to even jazz up your frosting recipe, uh, this goes back to getting, like you had mentioned before, getting inspiration. Um, use reference photos or reference recipes. But um, and as, in the med- as far as the media goes with, if you're doing illustrations and stuff, if you're using someone else's photo as a reference point and you're just drawing that person, give credit back to whom they are especially if it's uh, just someone who's like, hey, I'm a new model. This is my face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. Keeping your references, that's, that's also really good. Having your ideas down. Again, quad chart, really important. For yes. me, sometimes if I don't have the time to make a quad chart, I'll just have some of the ideas and the things that I want to work on on my Pinterest board. Because I can scroll down and I see things that are similar to the work that I'm doing and I just like pin it and I know I have it there so I keep my reference photos there as well yes I definitely have a a board dedicated for references as far as drawing tutorials and drawing things out of nature speaking of nature take walks explore the world around you I know that that's kind of challenging right now with a lot of us being uh staying work staying home Sometimes it could just be an easy walk with just your backyard, going to your local park, and taking photos. Because, let's face it, we all have a camera of some sort. It doesn't have to be a fancy camera. It's in your phone. Mm-hmm. You know, I see this yeah. beautiful environment of a tree in nature, and I like this. I like the scenery. It's like I can't, well, you could set up and just draw right there. Or if you're not in the proper attire to go hiking or do like go really deep into that area or you have allergies, take a picture of it. It lasts longer. But it is so true. (laughs) And I actually have to say I appreciate the walks so much more now because when we were in hardcore quarantine that we couldn't go anywhere. I mean, technically, you're still supposed to stay quarantined. I remember going for walks every single day. And how this actually helped me get inspiration, like you say, and kind of get my mind off from like the the stress and the busyness of work. And it's a nice reset yes. mentally. For me, it was a very nice reset. And then I can go back and then take my iPad and drawing. And I feel like I come so refreshed after a walk. So I highly recommend that yes we're saying to improve you have to practice you have to stay focused you have to keep your reference photos you have to dedicate time commitment all of those things are definitely important but also take time to refresh and reflect and maybe step back a little bit because when you step back you kind of see those errors you see those things that can be improved and then keep working on it yeah imagine as yourself when you said that of stepping back and Imagine yourself as a, well, you're not a racehorse, a racehorse, but imagine a racehorse and how they always have the blinders on, on the sides right. of their eyes, because the rider wants them to focus. 
get to the finish line, get to the finish line. But the minute you take those blinders off, your point of view, your your visualization has widened. So you see more. And I also would say that even when you're getting into your fine details of creating your illustrations, um, take a moment to, I know a lot of people, we are all habits creatures of doing this, guilty of doing this. Take a moment to zoom out of the image. Uh, maybe flip the image to like reflect it so horizontally. So you'll see different things that can be approved on, improved on based on that. So we're always so used to looking at a piece of work, looking at from the left side. We'll flip it to the right. Does it still reflect the same way? And if it doesn't, you'll be like, oh, this person's like this person's nostril is way larger than the other. It does help. It definitely does help. And even in the writing, when when we're working on papers, sometimes you spend so many hours working in this one page, this paragraph, and you you just spend so much time doing it. But then when you take a break and you come back and you read it again, you're like, hmm. Something doesn't sound right. Or like you notice an, a grammar error right away. Yeah, your tone, your tense. Everything. Yes. You, all of a sudden, you see all of these things that you didn't see before. And all you had to do was just step back, take a break, and come back. Zooming out is also very important. I would definitely say that. I totally agree. Um, and also, we, all, we always mention this. Give yourself a reward. Mm-hmm. Be it a cookie or you buy something or it's a little victory dance. So how do you reward yourself, Karina? I was going to say, as a mom that has very little time <laughs> to do anything that I actually want to do in this house, um, when I finish something and I want to have uh, my reward for me sometimes it's just close the ipad sit down and have a minute of silence a few minutes of, of just peace and i'm like please nobody bother me let me take this moment and just take it all in take it all in and just chill for at least five minutes for me that's actually a reward and it sounds very sad but <laughs> oh no it's oh kind no. of like my my moment and if i can if I have the opportunity to really reward myself, I would definitely turn on Netflix and just watch something that I haven't been able to watch in a long time and grab popcorn and ice cream. And I'm like, okay, this is my me moment. And now I work you're starting so to make hard. me hungry. <laughs> I know. And it's kind of like, it's for me, it's time to have lunch. Um, for me, that's kind of like my reward. Like I worked so hard on this portrait or in this paper and I did all of these things and I am working towards something and I see the improvement. But when I, I feel like I accomplish one of those goals, yes, it's good for me to step back, just take a break and just watch Netflix and eat brownies. There you go. I love there brownies. Just like you like your cookies. I do. I like, I like all foods. But... um. I would like to really inspire and motivate you all with this. Everyone improves at a different rate. Do not be discouraged as long as you're trying your best. And that overall, that's really all that matters. I agree with you. And I think it's good to keep that in mind because sometimes 
when we compare ourselves to others, that can be actually a setback. And instead of improving and getting better, you're just getting frustrated with yourself. And somehow that's preventing you from succeeding and preventing you from, from growing and, and trying these new things that you want to do. Um, so as, as, as good as it is like having your reference photos and having your ideas and your Pinterest board, when I'm actually working on it, sometimes I, I, tend, I try not to look at it and just focus on my skills and what I'm doing at the moment. And when I take the breaks, yes, I can look back. But I try, for me, at least with my personality, it can be also a distraction and sometimes a setback. So I'm glad that you say that because everybody grows and improves at a different rate. Thank you so much for listening to The Creative Process for Busy People. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast and give us some love in the review session. Share this episode with your friends, your family, and whoever other creative individuals that you may know. Also, you can go to our website at thecreativeprocesspod.com and share your experience as a creative person. And if you want to see our art or just get to know us a little bit better, go to our Instagram. You can follow Stephanie at AmuseSteph. And you can follow Karina at karina.negron.art.